gloves on i'm ready to go let's do them that's the opening hello and welcome to cinematic adventures where for some reason we're doing the dceu despite my yes. best efforts yes you you definitely tried quite hard to not do that and uh didn't really work for you so here we well, are yeah here we are yeah. um so so marvel had okay, their movies and then let's the just start out being let's like just being honest about what's been happening. We've been in a battle because due to one of the movies that we're about to discuss, he has decided I'm some ancient old woman, so then I had to retaliate by calling him a baby. Yep. That was fun. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, you old <laughs> hag. Um, oh you infant. Anyhow. I mean, we can write them later, but we need to get into Shazam because Shazam isn't just a superhero movie. It's a superhero movie specifically for high school movie. kids. Oh, that's where you were going with it? Oh. Yeah, it's, it's for high school kids and you're like 50. So no wonder you don't remember what? what being young is. I'm not 50. You're a child from the future. You're a baby. You're, you're just you're a little itty bitty kid. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is a reason why we're saying all this because... I said, before he watched it, when I saw it, first of all, when it came out, I was like, that doesn't look interesting. I don't want to see it. And the only reason why I saw it is because I have the free movies and I'd seen everything else. And I was like, fuck it. At this point, I may as well see it. Saw uh, it and I was the like, free yeah. movies. completely underwhelming. Didn't care. Didn't like, it was a waste of 90 minutes to me. Like, I don't care, whatever. And then when I was talking to him about it, he was like, oh, you hate it. I was like, no, I don't hate it. I just didn't like it at all. And Which I, said, I thought was the same thing. Not really. Um, I said I felt like this movie was designed specifically for a target demographic, which is what everybody thinks all superhero movies are designed for. And I don't think that's the case. Like, I think Marvel has a much wider appeal, which is why so many people like it. And I think Shazam specifically was designed for the males between 18 and, like, 45 that is the demographic where it hit home. So then what happens when this male that's between 18 and 35 goes to watch it? He's like, oh, it was fine. And I'm like, maybe you think it was fine because you happen to be in that demographic. And then he's like, maybe you're just an old hag. So hence the ageism. So it was fun. <laughs> where we are now. I don't really care. But what I do know is that this goes against everything you specifically don't like. This is everything you don't like. One, it focuses on characters instead of story. Two, it is directed towards teenagers, and I like kids' movies. And three, more importantly, uh, you're bitter and have no sense of humor at all. You, during our our love uh, movie ranking uh, talk, you were like, ah, screw love and happiness and fun. I want to talk about action and death. No, I didn't say and happiness is fun. I like fun. That's why I like Aquaman, because it's fun. No, it's not. It's, I don't want to get bogged down. Oh, I did down see Aquaman. I saw Aquaman when I was babysitting. Okay, cool. I just don't want to get bogged down in emotions. Like, like, what we were talking about last week was, like, 
lovey-dovey. And let's face it, real life is never like the movies portray it when it comes to things like love or any emotions at all. Because in real life, you don't just like figure out why you were so screwed up and then suddenly you're not screwed up. No, now you just know why you're screwed up. It doesn't yeah. answer anything. That's so, why like the Time Traveler's Wife, the uh, movie, because that exact yeah. thing happened. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's why I was like, no, I don't want to stick with emotions. I want a plot. I want things to happen. I want, you know, pew, pew, boom, boom. That's what I like. <laughs> you know why? It's because of the inherent difference as to how we, how, not how we see movies so much, but why we see movies. For me, movies are escapism. Movies are a way for me to get out of my shitty life. So why do I want to see the shitty things that are in my life? No, I want to escape that. I want explosions and, you know, pew, pew, boom, boom. That's what I want to see when I go to the movies. It's, it's how that I explains escape. so much because I like seeing movies in order to, um, to experience um, people's lives that I wouldn't normally experience. That's why I'm so into characters. Yeah, and see, that's the difference because with me, movies aren't like real life. So I don't see it as a way to experience other characters. I see it as just purely escapism. So that's, that's the main difference between us. And that's why Shazam was not escapism. It was just stupid to me. Again, I didn't hate it, just didn't like it at all. And that's coming oh. from a person who's like, you always accuse me of only liking superhero movies. Like you say that in one breath and then the next breath you're like, oh, you didn't like Shazam because it was fun. And I'm like, no, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, I did make sense at the time, but I couldn't back out. <laughs> I would like, never back down. For Man of Steel. It's like, no, that doesn't make sense. And you're like, doesn't matter, moving on. Uh, <laughs> speaking of moving on, we have so yeah. many movies to talk about. <laughs> But there are eight, which only you've only seen five of them. So well, basically, I saw Aquaman. I saw, I remember, I saw Aquaman when I was babysitting. I was half paying attention. There was a lot of weird stuff. He rode a seahorse. It was very gay. I loved it. So you've seen five and a half films because you didn't really pay attention. True. Five and a half films. But to be fair, I didn't know Birds of Prey was coming out. I agreed to do this so that you'd shut up. I didn't realize that it was actually perfect timing. <laughs> Oh, I am all about timing. That's why I want to do Christmas, the Christmas episode at Christmas time. It's timing. Well, yeah, that's easy. Um, okay, so do you want to rank these first or just talk about Birds of Prey first? Uh, we will, well, I say we rank them and talk about them as we get to the rank. Now, when I say okay. we, I mean because I'm the only one between the two of us who've seen all of them, you can, of course, like come out with your. Five and a half. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you haven't seen all of them. So, like, can you even rank Aquaman because you barely paid attention? Uh, yeah. See? See the confidence in that? Yeah, that's that same. It's fine. Yeah. No, I know that. Yeah. All right, <laughs> fine. I won't, I won't rank Aquaman because I need to see it again because I was half paying attention. Because, okay. in my defense, the DCU has sucked a lot. And then Wonder Woman came out and was like, yeah, do this. And then they went to Justice League and everyone was like, Justice League's a piece of shit. And I'm like, fine, I've seen three terrible movies and one really good one. Well, one good one. And so I'm not going to see Justice League because I don't care. Also, there was that whole mustache thing. <laughs> that was only in like one scene in the very beginning. I know, um, but it's the only thing anyone could talk about. It's like the okay. it's like calling um, Shape of Water the fish sex movie, except there's nothing good aside from that. Okay, so the way I rank them, I go from worst to best. 
Uh, and okay. I am a lot of people are going to disagree with me. No fucks given. So yes, no fucks given. Me too. <laughs> Here it goes. Number eight, which I think a lot of people are going to agree with, Suicide Squad. That movie, it, it's the editing. It's exclusively the editing. The editing ruins the entire oh, no. thing. There is it's not four, there's nine editing. introductions. What, yeah. They forgot the story. They, like, there, you, there you go. They, that they forgot the entire editing. The story doesn't make any damn sense, okay? The story going, doesn't exist. You ready? I'm going to shock the hell out of you. You ready? Okay. I have notes. Of course you have notes. I am shocked, right. surprised. This doesn't seem like you at all. Ever, right? I don't, but, okay. Um, for the record, Suicide Squad is still the worst one. Yeah, it's still the worst one. But for those who aren't familiar, my <laughs> normal method of doing things is that like kid that just remembered that she had a paper, like a 10 page paper due in like 30 minutes, but she had three months to do it. And I'm like, oh, I need to do some stuff. That's what I, that's how I normally approach life. And this time I was like, no, this, this is like, we're, he's not going to allow me to do another DCEU one. I'm going to get into depth. So Absolutely this time, not. Yeah. So, <laughs> so for Suicide Squad, um, Waller's team doesn't make any damn sense. Why is Harley Quinn on a Black Ops team? She has Why no is there a Black Ops team? The black okay, why she has the black ops team that actually does make sense because she wants like superhero, she wants she basically wants to use supervillains to combat superheroes when they go rogue. That makes sense. Here's what it doesn't, doesn't make sense she has a hammer, and one of them is a sniper. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, her the purpose for the team makes sense, but then there are two problems after that number one, who they put on the team, and number two their actual villain that they go up against. So uh -huh. if, for what her purpose for the team was, she specifically says, and not just in the movie, but also in the comics, but whatever, we're not gonna get into that. In the movie specifically, she says, you know, what if Superman decides to go rogue and kill the president? We couldn't do anything about it because he's fucking Superman, right? Okay, so- What if he her, goes rogue and just kills millions of people and does billions of dollars in property damage? Right. So the way, so her answer to that is to create, a, to create a squad of villains that she can control. The reason why they're villains is because she's, you know, head of the government, so she can control people in jail, like people in prison. And if they get caught, then they'll just blame it all on them because they are bad guys. So that makes sense. Okay. But then why would she choose people like half the people on the team don't have any superpowers at all? That's stupid. Why choose uh -huh. them? Deadshot makes perfect sense. You can make a case for Killer Croc. Literally nobody else makes sense. Nobody okay, so else makes have any you sense. Seen, have you seen the, there's a DC uh, animated movie. So you probably haven't seen it because animation. But there's right. a DC animated movie called uh, Assault Markham, right? Which is Suicide Squad. But where the plot is that they have to break into Arkham and get the Riddler out because the Riddler has information that um, what's-her-face needs. That's what well, you use them for. Illegal shit. Right. That's my point. And the, the second part that's a problem with this is they end up going up against Huntress, who's already on the team. So it should have okay, been... Okay, so if she's on the team, then what was the purpose of literally anything that happened? If the exactly. only... 
If the only thing that they stopped is the thing that they started, then that means that this entire story has no setup and nothing. It, it is exactly the way it started. Everybody was in prison. The, after the whole thing has happened, everybody goes back to prison. So there was no fucking point. There was no point to this at all. And again, like, if you're going to set it up to say, like, oh, if Superman goes rogue, we need, or if one of these heroes goes rogue, then you should have had an anti-hero set up. You should have had somebody, like, perfect example. You should have had somebody like Harley Quinn be the villain, be the person they're going to have. be Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor has this, I know it's not in the comics, but if you're going to have a villain team, all right, and you're gonna and you're gonna do all this fucking setup. Have Lex Luthor bankroll it. I know he's in prison, but well, no one likes that guy. Yeah, but the problem with that is that it, again, it's set up from the comics, and you know. in the comics, it's Cadmus, which is you know Waller's part of or Waller, sorry, is part of Cadmus. Um, but my point is, if the first villain that they go after should have been, or the first the person that they first go after should have been an anti-hero and the reason why it should have been an anti-hero is because so far there have been no heroes it have been joker no not joker because he doesn't no, it have any it should have been, been a joker because and that's why you have harley quinn on the team to bait joker that makes sense but the reason why i say this is because the whole point of her putting together this team is specifically to stop someone as powerful as superman no, which means you get you, rid of that you get rid of that entire setup Right? You have a be that they put the team together. No, the point to put the team together is to stop the Joker permanently, to kill the Joker. Batman has a no killing rule, apparently, despite killing a bunch of people, but he has a no killing rule. So you have what's her face be like, you guys need to go and kill the Joker. You don't tell tell Harley Quinn that they're gonna kill the Joker, you just gotta get her to find them, and then everyone else, you're going to kill the Joker. Okay, that could have worked. Either way, what they did did not work. No, it's really dumb. It looked like a 1990s music video that was just like 90 minutes long. It didn't work. It didn't feel 90 minutes long. It felt four hours. (laughs) Then Okay, so since you brought up the Joker, we have to talk about the horrible representation of the Joker. Oh, shit. I I mean, I I know we're doing the DCU, but does uh, Joker... The no. Joker movie fit. Okay, no. that's fine. Not we part of DC. About it anyway. All right, never mind. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, so I don't blame Jared Leto for this because he was doing as directed and he didn't write the script. So we're going to get into that again when we get to Lex Luthor, but he, I, I don't blame those disgusting antics behind the scenes. Fuck you. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's fine. But when you're talking about the actual movie and you're looking at the movie, they wrote him to be a gangster and they wrote him like they designed him to have all these stupid ass tattoos. This was just a failure. The way the representation of the Joker was a total he damaged. He had damaged on his forehead. What a fucking edge lord. It's just the, the whole thing was stupid. And again, like I don't agree with people do this with um, Hayden Christensen. When they and Jake Lloyd, they didn't like his, their representations of Anakin Skywalker. But if you were paying attention, like, for one, they didn't write the words. They just delivered them. And they delivered them the way they were told to deliver them by the director who did write the words, yeah, George Lucas. I mean, and look George at Lucas. Samuel Jackson and, um, I forget her name. Oh, shit. Uh, Whose name? Padma. Padme? Yeah, Padme. You mean what? the character Padme? Yeah, what's or the, the actor's person? name? Natalie Portman. 
ah, shit, I'm sorry, Natalie Portman. I like you with <laughs> other things. Uh, but they didn't, they couldn't act either. The only person who acted well was um, Obi-Wan. Yeah, and, but that's the thing. It's not, see, you just made the exact same mistake that I'm saying. It was not their acting. They no, did but it, it was their did. acting because they were directed badly. I'm saying that you can't blame the actors for acting badly when the direction is bad. Directing. It's piss poor directing. It's mm -hmm. shit writing and piss poor directing. That's what happened with Suicide Squad. Okay. Um, so also, the editing is terrible. They took the editing and they gave it to the trailer people because they made a trailer that people liked. So they're like, oh, cool, we can do that for the entire movie. And I'm like, you guys are morons. It stinks of desperation after Batman v Superman failed. Number seven, you ready? Yeah. Remember, we're yeah. the worst of us. Uh -huh. Here's where everybody's gonna be like, "See, wrong. What the hell's wrong with the Shazam?" <sighs> this is a you thing. I've talked to a lot of people that aren't just white males that like this movie, so it's basically a you thing. But you can decide why you don't like it because I can match your anecdotal evidence. Because I've talked to many people who are over the demographic, who are older than the demographics, and people who are in the age group but are not male, and they were all like, "Yeah, this was stupid." <laughs> <laughs> It's I mean, not it's, it's like Spider-Man. Okay, so I, I, uh, as I was watching, I'm like, this is Spider-Man, but it's Spider-Man got his powers and then did the, uh, and then and it's Spider-Man, two upwards. different people, and if the whole thing was stupid. Um, yeah. Also, is Sh did Shazam in the comics come after the original version of Thor? I have no idea. Because the original version of Thor is this kid, uh, I think he's a kid, that gets, no. uh, that picks up Thor's hammer and then, um, Summons Thor and becomes Thor. I'm pretty sure he was an adult. Donald Blake? Okay. Pretty sure he was uh, an adult. Okay, but like... That was retcons too, so yeah. I, I know um, it was retcon, but I think that... But that's, um, but that's the original thing, and does Shazam come after that? And it's like, what if we did that but with a kid? I don't have a problem with that. The, the elements from the comic don't bother me. It's the execution. I mean, it was so, silly. Let me break it. it. Was, You're just... You are trying desperately to make it be that I am just this old woman. No, no, I don't. I, you can you can say what you want, but so can I. Mm -hmm. okay. I mean, I don't actually care um, that it's like against your demographic. I want you to explain why you don't like it. Yeah, can I? Yeah. Okay. So it's supposed to be for kids, right? Uh, yeah, teenagers. Is it uh, between fifteen-year-olds? Yeah, because there's a lot of gore, a lot of violence. There's strip clubs. There's people getting decapitated. You don't see strip clubs. It, it's like it's pointing to like it's once it's like it's the kind of things that kids uh, think about, um, think that adulting is like. Oh, really? Is, like demons yeah. fighting somebody's heads off? That's what kids think. Yeah, yeah. because it's superhero movies. They've seen oh. that movie, Superman. They know about breaking necks. It's fine. No, breaking necks is one thing. Having a demon bite somebody's head off, that's, no, that's not. I, I, think, you're, I think you're underestimating teenagers at this point. I'm not talking about teenagers. Everybody talks about how these movies are made for kids. Okay, here's the number one problem I had with this is tonally it's all over the place. It doesn't know whether it wants to be a pseudo horror, sci-fi, fun comedy or dramatic and serious, and it doesn't blend well. It does because you have all of the fun stuff that's happening with him getting superpowers, and then uh, when the villain shows up, he realizes how serious being a superhero is. That it's a serious oh, yeah, it, it doesn't. It 
it really doesn't. It's all over the place. It's like one minute, everything is serious. And then the next minute, it, somebody's like, there's an action scene and people are dying. And the next minute, there's like a fart joke. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it's just, it's all over the place tonally. It doesn't know what it wants to be. The, another problem is when you're talking about tone and not matching, Billy Batson as a kid is more of a serious monotone adult but then as soon as he becomes Shazam, it's almost like the actor was told, hey, you're playing a teenager that is actually an adult, so pretend to be a teenager. But then they tell the teenager, hey, you're secretly an adult that's supposed to be a teenager. It doesn't match. It's almost like it's two completely different people. It's because he's shy and um, is hiding behind. Uh, he's mm-hmm. hiding, and then when he gets, like, uh, big... Pulling it right out of your ass. Pulling it I'm right not, out of your ass. I'm not. Fuck you. you. This is exactly... Damn sense. Look, you this is a man of still thing all over again, except it's reversed. Listen to me. This is not out of my ass. This is exactly what they were going for. You just didn't see it. But this I is exactly what they were going for. Have you seen, um, plus, it's plus, I like, unlike every other movie directed at teenagers, like It or whatever, this is for teenagers that, grew, that are growing up now instead of ones that grew up in the 80s. Like with It Chapter One, that's about uh, and Stranger Things, that's for uh, 80s, uh, people that grew up in the 80s, um, to remember being teenagers. This is this is really directed towards teenagers right now, and it works, because the villain is like, the villain hates the fact that it's a kid, and also he hates the fact that the uh, that this irresponsible kid is, was deemed worthy. It's like if Thor got his powers before he was worthy, and then earn to being worthy by the end. Plus, you have this whole Justice League set up. Young Justice, I guess. Speaking of being worthy, the person who should have been worthy was the brother Freddy, not Billy. Billy But they all got superpowers because they all were worthy. Billy being worthy, and then they all got superpowers. Billy Batson is a titular character Shazam, and in the movie, he's a dick. The real person who is genuine is Freddy. And he gets his ass beaten until the very end when he finally gets the powers of Shazam because reasons. This because he was worthy. They were all worthy. So they all teamed up to fight a bad guy. That's it's the not the point. point. Either you're worthy or you're not. And Billy was not worthy. Basically, he earned being worthy. That's he the was entire a- point. It he goes earned from- it. We need people to be worthy, and this is very strict, and it's lasting like 80 years for me to figure this out to, eh, fuck it, give me that one kid over there. Here, you got the powers, kid. I got to go retire. That's how he it He had been worthy. That's the point of the movie. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. it's the point. Mm-hmm. He had been worthy, and then, uh, you and then know. because all the other kids no. were worthy you as well. What's the point of the movie, but it wasn't, because in the whole scene, in all the scenes, where everybody was trying to prove that they were worthy. None of them were worthy. This kid wasn't worthy either, but by this point, the actual, like the wizard Shazam was like, fuck it, I'm gonna die soon here. Also, the wizard could have stopped Homeboy from getting the fucking demons in the first place. And he was like, nah, we need a movie to happen. The whole thing is just plot convenience after plot convenience after plot convenience. It is. But it's all character motivated and you hate character. You said so yourself. Characters aren't even consistent with themselves. They are. Characters are not consistent. I also, sidebar, I love the fact that um, that eight-year-old girl uh, or four-year-old, I don't know how old she is. How old are kids now? 
um, oh my when she, when she's that superhero was like hi Sarah. You think I'm <laughs> I love her. Um, she's very funny. And also, okay. it's it's about like non-traditional families, and you have this uh, this one. They grow up in a foster home. Isn't and it's, like it's the '90s? Like we live in the Brady Bunch era, and this is the first time we've seen non-traditional no, families. Most of them have non-traditional families. I know, but this is about like all of these different people coming together to team up to fight the bad guy. That's and another I, thing. What's and the I also, thing? Becoming and worthy I also or like, team up. Because the, the movie goes against itself in that. The whole thing, it was like, oh, he needs to learn how to do his powers. Here's another thing. He takes the entire movie trying to figure out his powers. His siblings get it and instantly master their abilities. Look, I don't get how much you hate this movie. <laughs> and you do obviously hate this movie. But why the fuck is it lower than Batman v Superman? I don't hate it. Like, I just like the rest like of the movies that I've seen are, are okay or good. But Batman v Superman is terrible. Okay, so your defense of Shazam is that Batman v Superman well, is worse. I don't care how much you hate it. I've decided, I've told people why I like it. You said why you hate it. It doesn't matter. Why is it lower than Batman v Superman? Stop saying I hated it. I have said a hundred times I don't hate it. I just don't like it. Do you know what I hate? Batman v Superman. You know what I hate? I hate it when people put words in my mouth when I'm literally saying the words. Fine. I you don't hate it. You love it. But why is it lower than Batman v Superman? Here we go. Can I Batman v Superman sucks so hard. Okay, can you have some kind of patience so I can get through this review? Because again, you're throwing Shazam away to be like, oh, but Batman v Superman was worse. Okay, in your opinion, cool. In your list, you can have Batman v Superman Fine, finish Shazam. Thank you. Again, I didn't hate Shazam. I just didn't like it. As in, I didn't care for it, okay? I'm the superhero woman. I see all of the superhero movies. I tend to like all of them. I did not like Shazam. I didn't hate it. I just didn't like it. There are movies that I hated. I hated Thin Red Line. There are movies that I just, I'm like, eh, meh, meh. This one's a little lower than meh. It was just like it was a movie. I didn't care for it. Will I ever watch it again? No, I'm just watching Suicide Squad again. That's the reason why Batman v Superman is number six, because I've actually seen Batman v Superman multiple times. Okay, fine. Batman v Superman, to me, has potential to be, uh, see, this is part of the problem. It has the potential to be like three different better movies than the one that it is, because they're just shoved so much shit in it, into it, but then they like took out necessary parts, and it's just, uh, it was a mess. It's a hot mess, but- it is. See why so people bad. enjoy it. There are a lot of people who are like, Batman v Superman is awesome and you suck. I can see why they like it. It can't, it is an enjoyable film, and I've seen it multiple times. Is it a good film? No, but it's an enjoyable film. Oh, but Jackie, Jackie, but it's, wait, wait, what about the Snyder Cut? That of Batman v Superman? That's in the Snyder, isn't the Snyder Cut for Justice League? I think you're mixing these up. Oh, fuck. I don't care. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, okay, fine. Batman v Superman is terrible, and the only way it can be saved yeah. is if we get the Snyder Cut of Justice League, which will tie everything together. It'll make, make everything make sense. If we get the, the fucking Snyder Cut of Justice League, that mythic oh. thing that for some reason they were tweeting about, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. <laughs> okay, so do you want to start with Batman v Superman, or do you want me to do it? Because it sounds like you got some shit to say. 
Batman v Superman is the worst, and I think it's exclusively due to them thinking that Man of Steel was worse than it was. Everyone hates Man of Steel, so they're like, oh, shit, what do we do? I don't know. We try and do uh, Batman v Superman, and uh, we can do Batman v Superman now, and then uh, after it was done, they uh, shoved in everything that people didn't like about Man of Steel. Man of Steel is like a like a, an average movie, right? Shove it's, it, shove it. But like, well, you don't need to work this hard to fix all the bad stuff in Man of Steel. You can just move on, right? <laughs> but oh, no, okay. you had to waste an entire movie and one of the best actors to play Batman on a shitty movie so that 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 everyone hates so hard that he quit. <laughs> okay. Marvel, Marvel has, all, these, Marvel has um, these big actors coming in for a cameo and then you get uh, Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill that cut. You can't even get Henry Cavill, Cavill for a cameo in Shazam. That's how bad you fucked up. The guy playing <laughs> Superman in precisely two movies you can't get to come in to Shazam for a five-second cameo. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Um, okay, so first of all, he was in three movies as Superman. Second, really? he the reason why he... Yeah, because uh, Justice League, Batman v Superman, and Man of Steel. Um, but the reason why he oh, didn't shit. do the cameo... Yeah, that's three. Um, the reason he didn't do the cameo is because he was shooting um, Mission Impossible at the time. It was scheduled. Oh conflict. my god, Mr. Impossible fucked up two movies! Ha! Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, DCEU! Mission Impossible screwed you over oh, so goodness. hard. It wouldn't remove a mustache and it wouldn't give you a cameo. You <laughs> suck! <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now the reason why I have Batman v <laughs> Superman. Wow. Oh, oh if I didn't uh, hate this series so much, I'd feel sad. Okay, so yeah, there we go. Uh, okay, so first of all, it makes no sense that they think Superman killed the Mercs in the beginning because uh, the yeah. Mercs were shot. Ahead. They were all shot. Superman does not use a, a gun. He doesn't need to. So why would you assume Superman did it? That makes no sense. Um, and then they everybody got pissed at Superman because he failed to stop the explosion in the Capitol. How the fuck was he supposed to stop an explosion? He's not uh -huh. literally... He's an alien and he has superhuman powers, but come the fuck on. Like everybody has limits. Like what? Yeah. How does that I mean, make sense? And he did save people. They showed him saving many people. So why wouldn't the natural response be to praise him for saving the people he did save? That the, you would think that would be is, the, the problem is that, they, that, oh, fuck this movie. The problem is that Batman v Superman, also, V is like the law. So fuck you. So Batman v Superman. Lawyers of Justice forgot that Man of Steel happened. If you're going to do Batman v Superman, you don't need to have the potential threat of Superman. You have Man of Steel. Have Lex Luthor, right? Noted Superman hater and billionaire narcissist and asshole edit a version of, to the media where they see Superman killing people because he punches people in there. You can have it be like him working with Fox News. Imagine, say, the president so basically sides with you a news organization that is biased. 
do that. So, yeah, you so got, basically you want to take the ending from Spider-Man Far From Home and use that for just for Batman v Superman. Yeah, but like it would have come out first and then <laughs> Spider-Man would have been the ripoff. Okay. Um, but yeah, okay. that's great. If you have, so, so uh, Lex Luthor has been the president of, uh, for what, a while now. Maybe he's not president anymore. I don't know. I don't read comics. Um, so he, he became the president at some point. And so what you do is you have him be the president, right? You don't get Jesse Eisenberg. You get, um, what's his face from Breaking Bad? And you have him be the president. Then, uh, then you that have makes him edit other stuff and put it into a propaganda piece to destroy Superman. So, okay. So there, I have a, a couple of responses to that. For one, okay. my, my, and it's a response to the movie itself. So I'm actually going to cover the response to the movie and it'll answer, it'll be my response to that. Um, part, remember when I said it's like three different movies in one? Yeah. Okay. You got to separate it out. So this movie acts as if it is the sixth or 10th movie in the DCEU. And it's the second you, they, they try to do too much too soon. The whole movie feels like they were trying to catch up to Marvel, but they didn't take the time to put in the work. So it's like a high school team trying to go up against an NFL team. And it's like, no, you can't, you gotta, you gotta put in the work. You know, you got to do the work. And so for one, and with Marvel, Captain, or Captain America Civil War, the Civil War didn't happen until the 13th movie. They had all this time to build up. You, you've got individual movies for both Iron Man and, um, and Captain America. You had team-up movies in between. You had all of this build-up. You showed the relationship. And then when it ended, it was actually tragic. Whereas this one, they had no relationship. And also, they again, they acted as if we're coming in like all of the all of Batman from before, was, like we had Batman movies previously. Well, here's the problem: we had two sets of Batman movies in the DC. In DC, this is the reason why the Nolan verse isn't part of the DCEU is because the DCEU technically starts with Man of Steel. So there is no previous Batman movie to introduce us to Batman. We needed one Batman movie to show us who this Batman is. And maybe showing show him being a little more, a little willing to be a little bit more ruthless, not necessarily going all the way in one movie. And then in the second movie, show him get like develop, or actually in the first movie, show him develop a relationship with Robin. And the second movie, show the Joker kill Robin. And oh then God. like go I'm crazy. I'm see you after this. <laughs> Um, have have the have have Batman go crazy and kind of lose his shit after you know Robin dies and you see Batman go rogue that would also give Superman a reason to be like hey what's going on in Gotham because their superheroes starting to kill people so that should like there should have been that also I think that so in the very beginning of this movie we watch yet again the Waynes get killed why we know what happens we don't need that much of a backstory on batman what we need is but, a backstory but, but, on but hey but wait how do we know that he, that his brother's name is martha without that and that's very important we must know that his name is martha so that he can say what is name? he sounds like a dog okay 
The problem with the podcast is, is you can't. Your name is, your name is Martha. My, my mom's name is Martha. Your mom's name is Martha. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> oh, so stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so, so okay. stupid. It is so stupid. Going so back, to which is hilarious because in in fucking civil war, their their mother, were, their parents were also part of it. Yes, but their parents weren't part of it because they're named Martha. With I Tony Stark, it's just uh, really funny that it's so similar, but it was done so well in Civil War and so shit in Batman v Superman. Yeah, and, and the whole thing is, again, because Civil War, this is literally the 13th movie, we've seen Tony Stark's erratic behavior, and we understand, because of the second movie, they pointed it out, that it had to do with his relationship with his dad. And then, again, we, you know, we see him being alcoholic for like 10 minutes, but still. Um, and, we, and we understand that it has to do with his working towards his story arc of at the end eventually being able to have that conversation with his father and he's able to move on so but uh-huh. it all it, it's all it all plots along tony's eventual story arc same thing with cap so and it makes sense again it makes sense when you see tony in civil war he knows that bucky didn't do it intentionally that he was brainwashed because even calls him manchurian candidate before that but his emotion takes over and he's like but he killed my mom. And that make, that's what makes him lose it. And you can understand that. You're like, okay, you're face to face with the person who killed your mother. Even though you know on a rational level he didn't do it intentionally, on an emotional level, you're like, I can kill him, I'm going to. So oh God, that you God. understand you understand that. But in this, it's like, I have no rational reason to go after Superman, but now that I have and I've figured out how to kill him because of reasons, I'm going to kill him. But he said the magic word of Martha, and now I'm not going to kill him. What the fuck? No. Uh, so, like, it really is. Um, okay, so the, instead of seeing my, my fix for the beginning, at least, is instead of watching the Waynes die again, we should have watched uh, we should have watched Batman with Robin fighting the Joker. That would have been a kick-ass opening scene. And to have the Joker kill Robin, and you see Batman kind of lose his shit. And then you hear Batman's branding people, and it all makes sense. Yeah, That's what we should have done instead. That would have that would have been better. Um, and then I, it wouldn't have been worse. It, no. On top of that, you literally are gonna call the movie Batman v Superman. And you give zero motivation to either character to go after the other. And then the, the actual, the titular fight lasts for one and a half minutes. You couldn't, in a two and a half hour movie, they fight three, for three not movie. One, Remember, they extended it. Yeah, okay. So not even 1% of the runtime they're going to actually fight. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't do it. I can't do it. No. So you, look, if you're going to call it. Like, okay, so for one thing, Batman and Superman in the comics, like, they, they have a long-standing tradition of being allies. They're kind of like Captain America and Iron Man in the MCU of, like, I don't necessarily trust you. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't, like, hang out with you. I don't even necessarily like you all that much, but I got your back. Because we're both good guys fighting bad guys. And that would have been a much better thing to do. You should not come out of the gate with Batman fighting Superman. That is a heavyweight fight. They didn't, they skipped the lightweight, they skipped the middleweight, they went straight for the heavyweight and they botched it. 
you got to do that later. You can't just come out of the gate with the best you got because you're going to shoot your load. Um, so that was quite graphic. But um, well done. So they didn't. But if you think about it, they didn't give Superman any motivation at all to fight Batman. Why did he fight Batman? Why oh, was he going out? It's because he was branding people. Which, by the way, they don't explain why that's a big deal uh, in the movie at all. In the movie, they do. The reason they give because when you, the reason they give is if Batman has a brand, then when you get in prison, they kill you. Why? Which, why it do prisoners care if you have a Batman brand? The half well, of them I, were put in I, by Batman. I actually that read sense. this because I had to read it because it wasn't in the fucking movie. And if I have to do homework, yeah. the movie failed. But the reason is, you read he what? people. Uh, I read the interviews with an interview with Zack Snyder where he explained the branding thing. But I'm like, if you had to explain it in an interview, your movie sucks. But it was uh, they were pedophiles. That's why. Which is well, see, that know, doesn't make any sense because pedophiles get killed in prison anyway. No, but like, like without if, if real if life ba- without branding, they still get killed. So that doesn't make. So what does bat branding have to do with anything? And it's on top a, of that, if Batman the pedophiles. Then why, like in the movie, the guy that they cop they captured, it looked like he was just like some kind of, like he was just part of some crime organization and he branded him. Why, like they didn't explain that at all. If he, like, yeah, you're right, that's stupid. If that was the reasoning, uh-huh. that's yes, dumb. It is. It's that's very dumb. dumb. It's dumb, and that's you didn't just, explain yeah. it either. So, it just so makes, fuck you, folks. And I've seen the extended edition. It's not in the extended edition because I didn't hear that until right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's really dumb. Um, okay, so. So, yeah, like I was saying, like, Superman has no motivation to go after Batman. The whole thing could have been avoided. First of all, okay, there, here's another I issue. Hate, that I, I hate movies that can be avoided with a phone call. You, you're cutting out like, again. Um, like, Ben, uh... Exactly. Okay. A conversation would have ended yeah. the, whole, the whole thing of him fighting him. There was it's no like, motivation um, for him to fight him. It's like in Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of the World, the entire thing for that entire stupid movie... Is the is because he didn't write um what's her face a letter? If he did that, if she wrote him, a, if, if she wrote a, new, a letter, then she wouldn't have gotten jealous and everything would have been fine. And I'm like, that's all you had to do. There was a misprint in uh, anyway. Batman v Superman sucks. Um, the only person that recognized why is there even a newspaper anymore? They they should have updated that aspect of it because in the comics they updated it for it to be uh news like a, a news station because no one reads newspapers yeah. anymore but like and they even I had email about how they discovered the justice league oh my god emails oh, they sent emails with their logos lex Luthor yep. bothered to make them logos branding yep. people branding is important by the way here's here's a question how did lex Luthor get that information oh easy because yeah. the script said so because reasons, exactly. Because reasons. Just like how why Batman hated Superman and why Superman hated Batman. Because reasons. There were no valid reasons given in this movie for a damn thing. And oh, so here's the the other problem that I was just going to mention. The superpowers are inconsistent. They start the movie showing Lo- Lois Lane is on the continent of Africa, and Superman, who was in he was somewhere on the continent of of, of uh, America, of North America. He shows up and saves her. He shows up in Africa and saves her. At the end of the movie, it is like Lex Luthor says, "I have your mother, and you can't find her without Batman." 
Why? If in the beginning he was able to go all the way to Africa to save Lois, why is it, and throughout the whole movie, if Lois <laughs> so much as whimpered, he's like right there, like, you okay? Meanwhile, his mom, you don't think he's gonna save his mom? He can't hear his mom getting kidnapped from wherever the fuck he is. She ends up being three blocks away, but he needs Bruce Wayne. What the fuck? He can see through buildings. Why the fuck did he need Batman? This is, it doesn't make um, any damn sense. Okay, 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 okay. Sidebar, have you seen uh, the YouTube show How It Should Have Ended? Yes. They did this. Uh, it, it, they did it in the same way that they did uh, Superman. So in Superman, Lex Luthor is like, even with your great speed, you won't be able to stop both of them. And then uh, immediately he goes around the world like a million times in like a, th in like a second. And so, <laughs> in, and so in how it should have ended, they're, they're like, yo, you mean, hang on, you mean these? nuclear warheads, these ones here, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, those are the ones. It's like, yeah, oh, you disease maniac, and then he flies away. Uh, in when they did man, when they did Batman v Superman, when they, they did Batman v Superman, he's like, um, Lex Luthor's like, uh, you'll never be able to find your mother, and he's like, oh, you mean this mother? And then he immediately gets her. Yeah, it's so exactly. Also, it already motivated them to fight. Apparently, it didn't work, but you've already motivated them to fight. You don't need Lex Luthor to motivate them to fight after you tried to convince us that they were already motivated to fight. That's so dumb. Yeah, so let's, dumb. Let's talk about Lex Luthor for a moment. He's a, he's literally a genius in the comics and in the like in everything except he's for Mark this. Zuckerberg. He's not a He's yeah, he's pretty much. That's what they were basing him on. He's just an evil billionaire. That's all he. He's Mark Zuckerberg. You're right. He's mm -hmm. not a genius in this movie. His plan is convoluted and shouldn't have worked by any metrics. And it like the way they wrote him and directed him again. It's that Anakin Skywalker effect. It's not. I don't blame Jesse Eisenberg. I think that it was the writing I've and the directing. Jesse Eisenberg it didn't in make like any damn sense. I, I've seen Jesse Eisenberg in other movies, including The Social Network. Yeah. Jesse, so, that's like, my point. We got it's Jesse Eisenberg to play the same character again. But, like, it's not his yeah, fault. Yeah, but I mean, even, like, has, kookier. And what's with the Jolly with the Jolly Rancher sticking it in the senator's face? Like, then that's another thing. Like, half of the scenes in this movie should have been taken out because they don't have any effect on the plot and they make no damn sense, like, with him oh, messing with the senator. you want to know the Jolly Rancher thing? Yeah. So, so he feeds people Jolly Ranchers, right? So right. in writing, that's what we call a quirk. And, it, and you give the character a quirk when you have nothing else. When you can't think that, of how to make your character interesting. He had other quirks, quirk. though. That, didn't, that doesn't work because he had several different quirks. Like the little yeah, thing. but like you, fill, you fill him with quirks, and, and therefore he becomes fingers. interesting. It's he had tons of quirks. That one quirk stupid. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it shitty does. writing 101. I hate this movie yeah. a lot. It's, and there's slow-mo parts that it's just like, you know this movie feels like it takes forever, right? You don't need to slow shit down anymore. In fact, uh -huh. you could speed it up. You could, you could yeah. speed it up. You could speak out a like lot. Is, and then there are things that they took out that actually needed to be said because it would have made more sense. So yeah, it's just it's it's a hot mess of a film. Really but again, even though it's all over the place and it's a hot mess and it's way too long, they packed way too much, it could have been like, honestly, they should have been a Man of Steel 2 before this where uh -huh. they introduce Jesse Eisenberg, or not Jesse Eisenberg, they introduce Lex Luthor. Because, you know why the Avengers worked? Because Loki was introduced in Thor, 
So we didn't need, all we had in the Avengers was a quick recap because everybody was already introduced. And now it's like, boom, here we are. Here's the situation. How does it work? What's going to happen? And as someone happen? who saw Avengers before Thor, it still works. It worked without exactly. knowing fully who Loki was because you're like, okay, he's the bad guy. He's related to this guy. Let's do this. Cool. He's riding on a surfboard. I'm in. Exactly. And he still, like, he had motivation for what he was doing. He was trying to, he wanted to rule the world, which, yeah, is classic. But there is a reason why he wanted to rule the world. The reason why he wanted to rule the world, no, it's because, um, so there were two reasons. One is because he wanted to rule anything because he was supposed to be coronated king of Asgard. He was Mm -hmm. king of Asgard. So if you watch Thor first, he was king of Asgard for a time and then he was kicked out. So he wanted to rule again in the first place. In the second place, he specifically wanted to rule Earth because Thor was supposed to look over Earth. Midgard, as they called it. Thor, Midgard was Thor's protected realm and Thor's girl was there. So he was like, oh, a big fuck you to Thor would be if I rule this specific place. Also, the third reason is he was specifically sent there by Thanos to get um, an Infinity Gem. Did they so he that? Had was that always reasons. a thing? He had, he had multiple reasons for being there. He wasn't just a villain for the sake of being a villain. And again, why did Lex? Why does Lex Luthor hate? Um, why does he hate Superman? There's no fucking reason. There's none. He has this convoluted ass plan for no damn reason. And then for some, somehow he gets access to the ship. And well, we see how he gets access to the ship in the extended version. But okay, then how? Because I never you know, watched it because it was three hours long. It, yeah, it was. It was very long. Um, he so the reason the way he was able to create Doomsday was he got access to the ship. He gets into the ship and he accesses, you know, in, in Man of Steel, the little thing that pops up and, you know, you put the thing in, you put the little key in and then it pops up and tells you everything you need to know. Okay, first question, why the fuck did that work for him? It only worked for Kal-El because he's son of Joro. It shouldn't have worked for Lex Luthor. But uh-huh. for some, but because reasons, it works for him. And in the, um, in, in Superman 2, I think it was Superman 2. Yeah, in Superman 2, he goes to the North Pole and he activates those gems. And uh, I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Superman really doesn't care about security because he's way too powerful to care. But like, boo. Well, okay, um, in that instance, Superman doesn't need to care about, about security because the Fortress of Solitude is like in, in the, the middle Pole. of the Arctic. Only he can get there, only he can withstand the temperatures because he's Superman. So he didn't um, really, like, that is his security. So he didn't really need to worry about that. That part didn't bother me. Okay, that's fine. There's a great scene in in All-Star Superman when he takes Lois to the Fortress of Solitude and there's all these robots and stuff. But, like, uh, he left the key under the mat and the key's, like, made out of a uh, carved from, like, really tough metal that only he can pick up. It's a cute bit. So it's but kind th- of like th- Mjolnir? Yeah, I think it was carved from a neutron star, which, like, if I was a physicist, would tell you that wouldn't work. But I'm not, so I won't. Yeah, that's that's extremely similar to Mjolnir, because Mjolnir was carved from the heart of a dying star, Nid Valir. Oh, really? I, thought, I knew his yeah. new one was. You have not watched Infinity War. I have. I didn't realize that. Uh, oh, that guy also. That also guy. That guy also made Millimeter. That's why they went there. Okay, never mind. Carry on. Um, yeah, Batman v Superman is terrible. Like there was a whole sh- thing in in um in yeah. Infinity War 
in order for him to get Stormbreaker, he had to restart Nidvalier, and he took the, the entire brunt of the star. That you don't remember yeah. that? No, I do. Okay. I just, I just forgot that that was also how uh, Mjolnir was created. I thought that it was like yeah. magic or something. No, it was imbued with magic by Odin later. Okay. So the uh -huh. the whole the reason why only Thor could pick up Mjolnir was because in the first movie Odin imbued Mjolnir with magic. That's why Hela was able to take it because it was hers first. Anywho, um, you, you did you ever watch Thor Ragnarok? No, I still oh, need to. Okay. I really want to, but I haven't because I've been busy. Mm -hmm. I've been busy okay, watching so shitty DC movies. Yeah, you didn't even finish them. Anyway, um, so the last no. thing I'll say about this is. What the fuck was going on with that dream sequence? Was it a dream sequence? Was it a flashpoint? Oh, it doesn't make any sense. I know this. I know what be happened. He wakes what? up from a dream. So was it a dream or was it a flashpoint? I know what happened with this. The answer because you is, watched an interview? Yeah, because of the interviews. I know what happened with this. Okay. But this is the kind of bad movie you need to analyze. So I did tons of research. <laughs> so uh, okay. what happened was that was meant to be explained in Justice League. But then everyone hated Batman v Superman, so like Justice League was redone um, in order to not do that, and so everyone just like, okay, we are going to have to redo Justice League to make sure everyone likes it, and then everyone hated it anyway. So I guess fuck them. No, that doesn't answer the question because with this okay, movie so Justice League, he has a he has a dream right where oh. he sees Superman has gone bad. And there are parademons and blah blah blah. Okay, I'm yeah, not talking about Batman Justice League. That was in yeah. Batman v Superman. That was meant to be explained in Justice League, but they changed the script because everyone hated Batman v Superman. So basically, okay, that but I'm not talking means about nothing Justice League. Just in Batman v Superman. Here's what no, I'm saying. No. Okay, it doesn't Looks make like sense because they changed it. No, it doesn't make sense because it doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm explaining what I'm talking about. All right, fine. In, okay, so in but they the movie, were going to explain it in Justice League. I get what you're saying, but you, well, fuck Justice League. We're still on Batman v Superman, okay? Fine. Just, if you have, Justice League hasn't come out yet. You're just watching Batman v Superman. It I looks like Bruce Wayne and has a dream where he dreams of Superman going bad and there are parademons and then he wakes up and then Flash comes through like a, a portal and reaches for him and says, Bruce, Super, like um, he says something about like Lois Lane was the key. Okay. Like super, the reason why Superman about Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah. and she was the key to bringing Superman back in Justice League. That was what that right. entire setup was there yeah. for. But it doesn't happen in Justice League, so the entire thing doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, will you shut up so I can explain what I'm talking about? So Fine. after that moment, after he says Lois Lane was the key, then Bruce wakes up. The reason why that is a plot hole is because what the question is, was Bruce Wayne having a dream where he had a nightmare or was that a flashpoint? Because they shouldn't have had him wake up if that was flashpoint. I oh. will explain what flashpoint Oh, yeah, is. I agree. The flashpoint runs so fast, he can actually go back in time, okay? So it seems as if the flash he ran so fast, he went back in time to warn Bruce Wayne. That makes sense, except... Okay. Then but, Wayne wakes up as if it was a dream. So I completely forgot he was dreaming. I completely forgot he was dreaming. Oh, you're right. That makes no fucking sense. That's the rest of this exactly script. my point. Okay, it, I'm not fine. I misunderstood. Justice League within Batman v Superman, 
Remember, there are two wake-up scenes. He wakes up once, then he sees Flash, and you're like, oh, this is Flashpoint. But then he wakes up again, and papers fly all over the place. And you're like, wait a minute, was that a dream or was it Flashpoint? And they just go on to the next thing. And you're like, what the fuck was that? Wait, was that a dream or was it Flashpoint? It makes it's no damn so sense. What's really, funny does, like, is, what's really funny is that one of the complaints in Man of Steel... What's really funny what? is one of the complaints of Man of Steel was that there was uh, a lot of flashbacks. And I'm like, you don't, don't complain about flashbacks. It's fine. Yes. But in, yeah, in Batman v Superman, they didn't, they, didn't go, they didn't flash forward and back through time because of that complaint, which was so stupid. So they just made a dream sequences, which makes no sense whatsoever. But the, right, but then it's like, so then he's psychic now, his dreams are, are psychic, and then why even have the Flash reach through? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I do one or the other. Either he had a prophetic dream, which doesn't make any damn sense, because Bruce Wayne's not, he's not like some kind of prophet that can see parademons that actually show up in the next movie. But isn't or, there, like, magic in the uh, or, DC universe? There is magic, but Bruce Wayne doesn't have any of it at no, this but point. You could uh, no you could explain that with like magic if you were clever, but you're not clever. Fuck you. No, they're not clever. And then again, like, okay, if you want to go that route, then don't have Flash show up. If you want to go the it's a flashpoint route, then don't have him wake up twice. It didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, you need it. Uh, you're right. I completely <laughs> forgot that he woke up again. Yeah. Don't yeah. have him wake up again, you moron. Exactly. And it's then just a flash after you don't really have him, then flash after do you it. don't have him do it, then you show Flash running back in time to warn Batman uh, back then, and you have that entire. Oh my God, it's so stupid! But when that we talked about for so long, it's That's oh God, I hate saying. this movie so much. Okay, next up, we'll just move along. Next up is Justice League. Okay, I haven't um, seen Justice League because of Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. After Suicide Squad, I, I was out, and then everyone liked Wonder Woman, so I saw that. But then I'm like, this looks exactly like Justice, that like Batman v Superman. So I, I it wasn't. It, it was, and the reason why it wasn't is because there is a there is like a tone mis mismeshment because mm -hmm. you start like you have you have the Zack Snyder stuff, which is like dark. And I don't just like it's it's dark in two different ways. It's dark tonally and it's dark like color palette. But then you also have the the Joss Whedon style, which is colorful and like humorous. And so you have like Bruce Wayne cracking jokes on the ground right after they just had their ass handed to him by Superman. And you're like, that doesn't make sense. Like that doesn't really track. So it's it's a weird um it's weird meshing of the two director styles and I think it would have been better if they had either just straight had Whedon redo the whole thing or if they had just been like fuck it we'll just finish we'll finish it the way that they that that he's that Snyder started it have it you, didn't work the two was just it was uh, off but it wasn't it wasn't uh, terrible um okay the the humor this of Batman should be okay. The the humor of Batman, as a general rule, uh, should be that he's like the Terminator, where things he says are funny because it's he dry. Says them. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't understand why it's humorous. Exactly. Or all the other characters make because all because like if all the characters are, are making jokes, then no then no one's a comic relief and it's not funny. Exactly. And what are all the characters making jokes? Comic relief. The traditionally the comic relief in the Justice League is either Wally West or um 
or what's the other name of the flash um i can't remember the other name but anyway traditionally the the justice league humor is either the flash or um like hal jordan as green lantern um and in this one and it would have worked with having like they they did it looks like that's the way um the, that's the way Zack Snyder had planned was for was for him to was for the Flash to be the comic relief, but then Joss Whedon came in and kind of made everybody the comic relief, and it didn't Which really is one work. Of Marvel's, uh, one of the big criticisms of Marvel is that everyone is cracking jokes and no one's taking it seriously. That's one of the criticisms. I think that that's true for more for some movies than others, like um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Everyone's cracking jokes. But you need someone to be serious in order for the seriousness to be there. Right. But then, okay, so the reason why that still worked in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was because, yeah, people were cracking jokes. Like, he, like even Star-Lord was like, I'm going to do some weird shit. But then the moment he realizes you killed my mother, he tried to kill him. It was immediately, uh, nothing was funny. Which, I'm trying which to kill by you. the way, people, people that were like, oh, my God, he ruined everything. Uh, in Infinity War, it's like, yeah, but like, look at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. He's impulsive. It fits his character very yeah, well. And he also, didn't ruin everything because there's no way they got that off. There, there's no way it wouldn't have worked. Honestly, if you if and, you had and carried even that if scene they through, did. and he hadn't done what he did, they still would not have gotten it off. They would not have won. Also, even if they got it off, no then he's just gonna get him back. He's going to break out something exactly. and just murder them all. Yeah, because Thanos is still... I think a lot of people underappreciated how powerful Thanos is without the Infinity Gauntlet. Because I mean, yeah, he, he, like, took, honestly, one-on-one yeah, on one without the Infinity Gauntlet, he still could have held his own and possibly still won without the Infinity Gauntlet, even versus Iron Man and Star-Lord and all of that. Because that's how powerful... Was it? I think it's Thor's Yeah, he took Thor's axe to the chest and just made a quip and then won. And, and then... Exactly, yeah. still snapped and still didn't die. Yes, yeah, exactly. The only, reason, that's the only reason they could have killed him in that, in that barn on that planet was because he'd already won. So he's like, yeah, kill me, who cares? Exactly. He w- there was no fight left in him whatsoever. He did not give a shit. Um, yeah. Okay, so back to Justice League. Um, Justice League was... It had... It, it was weird... The one thing that the DCEU struggles to do that Marvel nails is in team-ups, like in all the Avengers movies, what Marvel does is they have the writers and directors from the other movies, like James Gunn writes uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, right? So he comes in and he coaches them on writing dialogue for the characters and he lets them know what they would do and what they would say so that there's a consistency and the person who the the two guys who wrote um captain america they wrote captain america literally every single time you see him in the mcu they're actually the ones who wrote um infinity war and endgame they they wrote all of the captain america movies and And also and also i love this for uh, Infinity War and Endgame, when there were scenes with just um, just the Guardians or whatever, they got those the writers who wrote those characters to work on that part of the script. It's like here's the entire. Literally just said that. That was James Gunn. Sweet. That's what I started with. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. James Gunn. I, I really like that. I like that they. Exactly my point. And there, so there's a consistency, so that when they're all like when they were talking together, and Tony Stark is like. I have a plan. And then um, 
I almost said Chris. Then Star-Lord goes, okay, but I have a better plan that's not stupid. <laughs> like, that's that's exactly, it's perfectly <laughs> within character. All of these characters are interacting. It You feel like you literally are watching the exact same characters from movie to movie to movie, and they don't break character. They don't do anything that's out of character. Okay. And the DCEU um, does not do that well at all. Because nope. in Justice League, they are all, like, first of all, they're there's all no consistent characters. Yeah, there's no consistency between the characters in Justice League and how they were introduced in Batman v Superman. But nope. then even within Justice League, they don't stay consistent to themselves. Like, for example, their, their power sets are all over the place. Like, um, like Aquaman, he's super powerful one minute and then he's super weak the next. And it's like, wait, which is, which is he? Because like, okay, so another, another example, Wonder Woman. She by herself is like super powerful and she came from a tribe of super powerful women. But then when Steppenwolf shows up to get the mother box, he's just like, all right, I'm out. And there's no pushback. They're like, I mean, like they try to stop him and he's like, yeah, okay, see ya. And, but they should have been stupid. basically it, depower it's people. Almost, because it's almost like they, they thought that no one would one. like Wonder Woman. Well, no, they do it to everybody though. That's my point. Like it's very, their yeah. power sets, it's a plot-based, their power sets are entirely plot-based. They don't have any consistency within the characters. And then another thing, okay, so when it comes to Justice League, uh -huh. they decide, like, Bruce Wayne and um, Diana decide to put together a team, okay? And uh, speaking of inconsistency, even the theme of the movie is inconsistent. Because the movie, the, the movie starts telling you that the, they have to come together because they can't beat Steppenwolf individually. So Bruce Wayne is like, I can't beat him. Superman is dead. So we need to bring everybody together to form a, a league of justice, you know, a Justice League, right? Okay. Oh, so they all come together. That explains the name. Right? They all come together and then they fucking fail and then they're only saved by Superman. So then at the end, they didn't really need a Justice League. They just needed to revive Superman. That's so what really was your fucking that's my point. Like with the Avengers, it's a team up movie. And the whole movie is about how it's difficult to get all these different personalities to work together. But then as soon as they get them to work together, they win. And Marvel's so the theme of the Superman, movie, this Marvel's doesn't work. Superman single-handedly saves okay, everybody. Okay, by okay, okay. You okay? I'm fine. I'm just, don't finish my damn sentences. You no, but, what I've got. He, all right, but here's the thing though. Yeah, you, you, Bamble. So here's, here's what happened with, in Marvel. Marvel has their own version of Superman with Captain Marvel. And then they send her to space. It's like, you guys deal with stuff on Earth. That's why you need the Avengers. And I'll be in space doing space shit. So that explains like why she's not around in order to save the day all the time. And it also explains why we still need the Avengers. Right? That's, that's the only way that you can do Superman is very hard to write. No. We'll we'll get to that later. All right, next Fine. up is Birds of Prey. You didn't even see, but no, um, because it's in cinemas. To be fair, I probably would have seen it if it wasn't in cinemas. You would have seen it if it wasn't in cinemas. Yeah, if it was streaming or whatever, I would have seen it along uh, with Shazam. You don't like going to the movies. I don't like spending money on a thing that looks like a movie I used to hate. It looks exactly like okay. Suicide Squad, so I didn't see it because I'm like I'm not spending twenty five dollars no. on a movie that might be terrible. Holy shit, movies are $25 out there? That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. um, Birds of Prey is not... The, the biggest problem with Birds of Prey is the marketing. 
the marketing was crap. It did make it look just like Suicide Squad, so I didn't want to see it. But everybody was like, no, it was actually good. Go see it. And I was like, ah, it's actually not bad. Uh, that's okay. why Birds cool. of Prey is number four out of the eight. Um, it really shouldn't have been named Birds of Prey, though. It should have been named Harley Quinn because it's a Harley Quinn movie. Have the you Birds of Prey heard the entire fucking title? Yes. It but is it shouldn't have been stupid Birds of Prey at all. Long. It's honestly, it could have just been called the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, because <laughs> the Birds of Prey, like they only come together in like the last little very end of the last act of the movie. Um, the one thing I didn't like was the villain. He was a bit too, even though it's a comic book movie, he's a bit too cartoonish. Um, other I mean, than that, it, I actually liked it. Okay, cool. I mean, um, the only reason I didn't see it was because of the trailers. The trailers made it look like Suicide Squad, and I'm like, cool, I don't like Suicide Squad, so like... Mm. Yeah, I thought the same thing. The trailers did it a, a disjustice. I will say that online I've seen lately that... A lot of people are like, oh, this is a female superpower, like female empowerment movie, and that's why it failed. No, it wasn't. This isn't the type of when movie you say where. When a lot like, of people, you mean assholes, exclusively yes. assholes, because they, yeah. one, like Wonder Woman, two, uh, uh, Captain Marvel, three, fuck you. Those three things. <laughs> Um, yeah, they, I, what they say is like, they make it seem like this is an in your face woman power movie and it's not it's just a movie that happens to have female characters as the lead and harley quinn's a woman what do you want like what it's not and it's about birds of it's supposed to be about birds of prey birds of prey are all women so it's not in your face about them being women it's just they just happen to be main characters that are women so um not their so that's fault not that the even. only character anyone liked is wonder woman and um harley quinn I like Aquaman. Okay, speaking of Wonder Woman, that's number no, three I'm on the list. No, I'm talking about like I'm talking pre-Justice. There's there's like there's pre-Justice League and there's post-Justice League for the DCU. Pre-Justice League is we're doing the DCU. Oh shit! Uh, no one likes it. And then after that is you got Aquaman, which everyone liked. You got Shazam, which people liked despite your best efforts. And you now and then you have Joker, which is stupid. You didn't sound like I was trying to sabotage it. No, but like you got, you got you got Joker, which is stupid, but not part of the DCU, uh, and then you got Harley Quinn, which is the first movie to be to be a sequel to one of the movies before Justice League came out. <sighs> yes. Um, anyway, I'm gonna see Birds okay. of Prey as long as you say that it's not as bad as the trailers look. No, it's not that bad at all. All right, cool. Um, so number three is Wonder Woman for me. Yay! I want, I'm gonna show you a picture, but you go ahead. Yeah, you're gonna show. This is the podcast. You're gonna show a picture. I'm gonna show you a picture. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna show um, you on Facebook. Okay, um, Wonder Woman to me was it was good. Um, I originally didn't really want to see it because I um uh, to me it was kind of like a reversal of Captain America: The First Avenger, where. Mm-hmm. If you make Captain America, like give Captain America the powers of a god and make him woman, like that's, and then put it during World War One instead of World War Two, because uh-huh. there's even a scene that goes down with the plane. I think that's why <laughs> like, I like it so much. I like Wonder Woman so much, not because it's like so much better than everyone else, than the others, except for the fact that it totally is, because all of them suck except for Shazam, which is fine. But like, and you say I ramble. You literally said this like nine times so far. But, but Wonder <laughs> Woman. But I like Wonder Woman specifically. I like Wonder Woman so much, and 
um, someone, not you, but someone else pointed out that it was exactly like Captain America First Avenger, except with superpowers. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. But what I like it. I love that movie. <laughs> um, the problem I had with it was it didn't make any damn sense. Like she's supposed to be, okay, so for one, why wasn't she told she was the weapon? Why did her mother tell her the story, but not tell her that she was the weapon? That doesn't make sense. Um, She's supposed to know everything about all of the cultures of the world and have done all of this extensive research and she knows all about the human anatomy, but she's never seen a penis before. Also doesn't make any sense. Um, I like the ice cream she, scene. The ice cream scene is cute. It's called back to the movies, to the comics. It's very, oh, I was going to say this. I love, um, I love no the man's character land. so much. No Man's Land to me was a bit of an on-the-nose female empowerment part because... I'm, I mean, Why did no everybody just land. shoot at the field? Yeah, for one, it's called No Man's Land, and then she goes, I'm not a man, and she steps out all dramatic, and then they shoot exactly at the shield. Nobody decides to go for her feet or anything else. Like, really? And then well, everybody else jumps out. Isn't like, she? Keep like, aiming at her. Like, the other people aren't bulletproof, but isn't she bulletproof because of Zeus? No, no. she was cast. She's, she's not bulletproof. If, if you know what it, she's, If you pay attention to that scene, they're just shooting her shield which is bulletproof. But even earlier in the movie, she uses oh, she her, has her a shield. She's a, she, oh my God. Yep. <laughs> She's exactly. a superhero in a war with a shield. That's all with wholesome. It's like, it's going to be great. And she wears red, white, and blue. Oh. Yeah. She wears she's blue? Captain America. She's, she's, a, fem, she's a female character. Oh yeah. She, wears, she does. wears red, white, and blue. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've seen in a, in a, a cartoon version where her mother gave her that uniform and said, you have to blend in. So she told her to wear the colors red, white, and blue because she was supposed to go to America. That's um, very funny. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like the difference between Americans being all for that flag and having it fucking everywhere, and all, but being, just being wearing, a, wearing the American flag and be like, oh, America's so great. Oh, look at my, look at my flag. Yeah, we're very much a caricature of ourselves. Um, so... That, yeah, it's her. What the part of her that's bulletproof is her bracelets and her shield. So had they aimed for her legs, she'd have been taken down. So yeah. Um, the the I, third I, act. I, I'm pretty sure she's bulletproof though, because like everyone else no. doesn't have superpowers, right? And is just well trained. But she's like the chosen one or whatever, and it's a weapon. So I don't. I think she's not bullet. I think she is bulletproof because like when she's she not. realized she had superpowers, she's like punching the things and climbing up to the thing. Yeah, but she's not bulletproof. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's not. That's why she has a shield. If she was bulletproof, she would, like, Captain, or not Captain America, um, Superman but doesn't have a shield. the Amazonians uh, bulletproof or have those superpowers, but she does, I thought. Um, I, I nope. may have been, I don't care. Shield. Okay, fine. Um, Again, I love the fact also, that, I love the fact that uh, it makes no fucking sense is a minor criticism for you, which is very fun. <laughs> Well, it, you know, it doesn't because in the third, like the third act is where it really falls apart because oh, yeah. like everyone, everything, including me, everyone's like, uh, Wonder Woman's great, but like the third act is not good at all. No. Because it's, it's just a stupid yes. CGI fight between Lupin and Wonder Woman. And, and so, okay. So from a story perspective, that's where the whole thing unravels because Ares, like she's the whole thing we've been, she's been learning that, oh, it's not Aries. That's really just a mythology. And in reality, humans are sometimes good, sometimes assholes. 
So that's why there's a world war. But then in the third act, it's like, nope, Ares was real. Here he is. And then after she kills him, World War One ends. So now I'm left to think, did World War Two not happen? Was there no Korean War? Was there no Vietnam? Like, what's did was there literally just no war after that because no, Ares no, was defeated? I think, I think that um, er, what Ares' uh, entire deal was was that humans do war. Uh, I I just pushed them towards doing doing it, but exactly. by whispering in their ear, not controlling them. Exactly. I think that's the point. That's, that's exactly the thing. And he's like, by him just nudging them a little bit they end up doing World War One. Okay, so then as soon as Ares is defeated, World War One ends in the movie. Okay, so then that leads you to believe that there won't be World War Two because there's no Ares to nudge them in that direction. I, I don't think so. I think the... I th and this is just speculation, and, like, they obviously didn't think about this when they were writing it. At all? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... That's a so, point. Like, that's the third act is when it all just falls apart. Because what do you right think a better until, third act would have been? Um, a third, a better third act would have been there being no Aries at all. I mean, yeah. And, and, then and like you just have guys. Like a real reason for her to, real, real reason for Steve to sacrifice himself and for her to fight. And then at the end, the war doesn't end. Or actually, if she defeats Aries, but the war doesn't end and keeps going. And then she's like, oh, shit, he was right. Something like that. Or for yeah. Ares to not actually, for him to have been defeated but not die, because in the comics he never dies. He just he's defeated, but he just constantly comes back. Um, he's kind of like Loki. Um, okay, so number two, Aquaman. Oh, uh, by the way, did you see really that high? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Shazam and Aquaman are switched for us, except that mine's not that low actually. Uh, um, the reason why I have Aquaman at number two is because. To me, this is the closest thing that DCEU gets to a Marvel movie. It's fun. It's um, colorful. The villain, it has multiple villains that are okay. None of the villains are really that great, but they're serviceable. They work for the plot. They work. There's a drumming octopus. It's you know? Interesting. The thing I couldn't stand about it was they didn't know how to transition from one scene to another, so every scene just ends with a damn explosion. It's like they're in <laughs> mid-conversation. <laughs> like, really? Like, the first three times I was like, okay. Like, 15th time I was like, I get it. Move on. Like, stop doing that. Have something else to transition. So, and that, and um, the reason my, the reason my, for my list is the rewatchability. If I don't want to ever watch another movie again, it's going to be at the bottom of my list. Um, that's why the movies are in the order that they are. I will rewatch Aquaman. I saw it, I think, twice in the theaters. Um, I have no problem rewatching the Harley Quinn movie, which I don't call it Birds of Prey because it doesn't even like Birds of Prey are minuscule. They're not I mean, really. You could have just called it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. You really could have just called it Harley Quinn, and then it's a, as a fun surprise we discover the Birds of Prey because that's what happens. <laughs> so. You don't like. You don't even need to say "Birds of Prey." Um, so for the rewatchability re is why I love the color palette. Everybody else complained about the CGI, but I didn't notice anything. I liked it. To me, it really seemed like they were underwater. So worked for me. Um, I mean, complaining about I, CGI, I think, is like a minor thing. If you get every, if you get the story and characters right, all the technical stuff, right, uh, is yeah, like yeah, I get it, but like. Mm. It's like um, in, uh, in Black Panther when they were fighting and it was, ve it was like, didn't look good at all. 
I still liked it because of the character stuff and all the story and the motivation. You know, I had seen Black Panther twice before I even realized that the CGI didn't look good in that scene because I was so into the action that it didn't, I didn't notice it. The yeah, first exactly. Time. That's not a comment yeah, on the CGI. That's not a compliment for the CGI. That's a compliment for how the entire movie functions. Exactly. Because in that, because it's very much like in that scene in Black Panther, just like with, um, with, Darth Vader fighting Luke in uh, Empire and Return of the Jedi. When they fight, there's a you're. It's not about the 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 pew pews and the bang bang, the boom booms in the fight. It's about the emotion of the situation. And yeah. You're so drawn in with the characters that you don't pay attention to the external things like whether or not the CGI fits. You were really like in Black Panther in that moment. It was about the two characters squaring off, who's gonna be the king? Who, who, and it, less of who's gonna be the king and more whose methods are going to last. Because there were two, ideolo- you know, two ideologies clashing. So it's a clash of ideologies. And when you have that, that's more compelling as opposed to just like, it, honestly, I think that's what happened in, with Wonder Woman. It's like at the end, there wasn't so much a class of ideologies because she had already had her character arc. So now it was more just two titans fighting. Yeah, it's like, oh, we've completed the movie. By the way, I love her sidekick. I love that her her woman that's uh, palling around with her doing stuff. Oh, yeah. She She was fun. fun. Um, Okay, so you're number one? Man of Steel? Man of Steel! All right, fair enough. (laughs) You go ahead. I've already fought you on this. I don't care. The reason why Man of Steel is my number one is because, again, number one, rewatchability. I've seen it the most of all the DCU movies. Um, In fairness, I did just watch Birds of Prey yesterday, but I don't see myself watching Birds of Prey as often as I have already seen Man of Steel. Um, How often have you seen Man of Steel? I don't know. A lot. Wow. That's cool. Uh, Man of Steel is the first time I actually gave a shit about the character of Superman. That explains a lot. I, I hated Superman. As like in the comics, in cartoons, in movies, it was dumb. I hated it. Yes, I've seen every single Superman movie. And every single time I was like, it's stupid. I hated it. But Man of Steel well, was the first. A lot. He was, yeah. Man of Steel is the first time that he was more relatable. He was, even though he's like, you know, he has godlike powers, he felt more human. So that worked for me. Okay. It was. This doesn't feel is. like a. This doesn't feel like a Superman movie to me, and I love Superman uh, movies. So hearing that you don't like Superman movies in general makes a lot of sense why you like this one because it is. Yeah, it's more it made me like the character. Darker. All right, fair enough. It made me like the character, which is, and for me, it's not about it being even darker or at all. It was just about the fact that they gave Superman actual human vulnerabilities. They can't make his skin any more, you know, any able to be pierced any more than they can, but they can make him relatable on an emotional level. So the irony is the fact that you always say like, you're the story person. I actually like this because of the character, because they made the character an an actual relatable character. Well, okay, so, I think that's our main difference. I already liked Superman movies. I liked um, the the 78 or 79, I forget, uh, Superman movie. Um, 
I didn't like Superman 3 or 4 because they suck so hard. Um, I didn't like Man of Steel because um, it, uh, Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen is the dark version of Superman and Zack Snyder did that, but with Man of Steel. And I, I guess that it's like, it's like when, um, when what's his Dr. Face Manhattan did, does not all have the powers that Superman has. They have completely different it's powers. It's not about sets. powers. It's about his. Uh, it's about the way the character is uh, is presented. It's like if right. Superman had got like powers, but was uh, miserable and didn't like it, and that's what I felt okay. Man still was like. But it doesn't matter. Okay. I to explain that because to me, I don't see how they're they're similar at all. Like I don't see how man how Doctor Manhattan has any similarities with Superman, whether it be dark or light. Um, it's because um, Doctor like not even an alien. No, but like Dr. Manhattan has powers that put him so much above humanity that he feels alienated uh, by it and is just doing superhero stuff but doesn't really feel connected to the world, which is how, which is what Man of Steel uh, did. And whether or not you like that is whether or not you like Superman being like that. I want to point out something very important. I think this is a well-made movie. I just don't think it's a good Superman movie. And the fact that you don't like Superman movies in general explains a lot yeah um because the character of superman to me prior to man of steel was an arrogant self-righteous douchebag i didn't like him i couldn't stand him he yeah not a fan um and this movie made him an actual character that you could relate to that was like oh he's like a real person but a super almost almost like a superman hmm. Yeah. Fuck you. I like the uh, that symbol is in an S and means hope on his world. I think that was cute. That was a cute bit. Yeah. See, there's a lot of that. And also, I like the fact that like him wearing glasses didn't disguise him from anybody. Lois Lane knows exactly who the hell he is. And the only people who know... The, the only people who know what Superman looks like... Because if you paid attention in the movie... All every time there was a camera looking at him, all you saw was just zoom, 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 because they moved so fast. That's they actually so in the fast. comics. That's in the comics as well. Oh. Whenever um, there's a picture of Clark that gets taken, his uh, it's really blurry, uh, and some and uh, Jimmy thinks it's something to do with his camera. But there's nothing in the other movies about that. It's just he literally just goes into a phone booth. And takes off his glasses and his his like coat and comes out with an emblem on his chest and they're like, hey, there's Superman and nobody ever goes, hey, where'd Clark Kent go? And I'm like, that's so stupid. But in this one, like, there's a, a uh, reason in why Superman, no. In Superman two, Lois is like, hmm, is very suspicious. And then she thinks that he's Superman and he has to figure out a way to save her without revealing that Superman Superman's just gonna fly there. Uh huh. Like I said stupid and this one lois knows damn well that that's superman superman and clark Kent are the same person and yeah. i like that because this it doesn't make sense that she doesn't know because glasses are not an adequate disguise I, it's one of those things that they put in the comics and then they've had to explain so much why no one realizes and one of the things is that superman is right-handed and uh clark Kent is left-handed yeah, that's, I mean... It's, it's really weird how many small details. There was, there was this one comic, I, it's my favorite, it's my favorite, like, it's my favorite thing about Lex Luthor, where he figures out that Clark Kent is Superman by doing a computer, uh, by doing a computer simulation, and then is like, 
No, he's not. Look at that guy. He's a moron. Yeah. And then he runs the simulation again. That's why Lex doesn't figure it out. Why, why Lois doesn't figure it out is always, has always been the main thing, and no one else cares. Exactly. The only, it's stupid. The only people that really Make, care yeah. is, um, is Lois Lane and Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is too arrogant to realize that someone else from Smallville can be more powerful mm-hmm. than him. And then you have Lois Lane who doesn't figure it out, except when she does. Yeah. That like what you just said was because reasons. It's it's dumb. I've I mean, never liked it, fair. and I like how Man of Steel handles it. And I li- I also like that the overall theme of Man of Steel is you've got to be careful. You can't be ca- you can't be seen. So every time that's why he moved so much. Anytime he suspected somebody was onto him, he's like, all right, time to go. So I like that. I like that they address that. They don't just go like, oh, yeah, nothing to see here, folks. I put on some glasses. Suddenly Superman disappeared. <laughs> this is, uh, I feel like this is a better conversation than uh, just yelling at each other about Man of Steel, which was stupid. <laughs> yes. I think, I think we, we've cleared the air. Things have gone. Um, see? And you were mad now. that we were going to talk about the DCEU. Uh, and yeah. here. It was cathartic. Oh, it was. Um, oh, well. What are we um, going to talk about next week? Because you're the topic person for next week. Okay. Um, I felt like I wanted to punish you uh, for making me watch the DCEU. Uh, don't feel like doing that. So how about we talk about... Um, uh, now, nah, fuck it. Let's talk about the worst movies ever. Just go all in. Yeah. Okay. Let's go Worst all movies in. ever. Worst all movies right. ever. Because, because you're right, right? Um, Man of Steel wasn't that bad. It's just not a Superman movie, which you admitted to, and that's why you like it. Batman, the Superman, we don't like, but there's no way that's the worst movie ever, despite how much we hate it. So what is? And I have been doing research for this. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Also, so wait, the are Oscars- we doing, like, by the decade, or just like, um, here's a list of movies I, I think are stupid? How, however you want to do it whether you want to be like these are movies everyone else likes that i despise or uh these are movies but they but the the one rule hatred utter utter hatred if you're just like that was boring and i don't care doesn't matter hatred this this hurt you to watch you watch you want to turn it off you did turn it off because fuck that movie oh okay utter, utter pure hatred this is going to be difficult because when I hate something, I tend to just ignore it like, and forget that it existed. So now I'm going to have to remember movies that I didn't like. Uh-huh. And I can't I, cheat this time by looking at the DVD collection because obviously I wouldn't buy it. Nope. You can look up some of the worst movies ever. You can pick it by genre. You can pick it by decade. You can do whatever you want. But that's the, the only hate. rule. Hatred. I am going to have so much fun. I've seen so many shitty movies. You really have, and I just, I sometimes I worry about you. Sometimes. Uh, you don't have to worry if I actually like them. Okay, I, I get to experience the uh, worst ones so that I can appreciate good movies more. Do you know how, how much, I've seen a movie so bad that it made me appreciate Boss Baby. And I'm like, how do you do that? Follow us on all the things. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. One of us will be there. Which one? It's a mystery. Links in the description. Until next time, goodbye. Peace.